0: Welcome to Lashes, Love and Life with Brock and Courtney.
1: Hi guys, we're excited to be back and today we are diving into some business stuff. So we're kind of excited. Business is something that I actually really like love to talk about and like always get really like amped up about.
0: <laughs> yeah, well it's because and you're super good at business stuff because you have like this just drive mentality like naturally to just like go and get it. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's like that, but some people definitely work towards it. You know what I'm saying?
1: For sure. It's something that I have like a natural gift. I probably got it from my dad because my dad was always entrepreneurial.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, and then also probably a little bit of both of them because they both are like really hard workers and like...
1: Yeah, my mom's a go get her like she gets stuff done
0: yeah yeah and won't stop until like it's all done for sure
1: yeah so good qualities I got from my parents but today we're going to be talking about three things um that are super important in your business so the first one is your partnership
0: yes yeah, so regardless if it's your spouse or like just a business partner partner in general you're you got to make sure that they're As far in it as you are. So, like, if if you're 100% in it, they need to be 100% in it. They can't be, like... Because sometimes somebody could be making quite a bit of money already and just don't have the desire to push another business or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And so you need to make sure that you find a partner who wants to work on it every day, all day, if that's what you want to do.
1: Yeah, just have, like, the equal amounts of drive. So whatever you're putting in, they're putting in type of thing. Um, So some things that will help you within your partnership is to, number one, set clear expectations. So when you are going into the business, like Brock was talking about, some people have a fallback plan. Some people have a little bit more of a cushion than others. Like these are all different things to assess as you're going into a business. But if you do decide to go into it with a business partner or your spouse, like, expectations are huge. So, different responsibilities, what you expect from those responsibilities, like, all mm-hmm. these different things. So, yeah. just being very, very clear on what you expect. Um,
0: then also, um, play to yours and their strength.
1: Exactly. And that's kind of what kind of comes into expectations. So obviously within a partnership, the best thing you can do is have a partnership because not everyone's going to have the skills for everything needed in business.
0: Yeah. Or the same skills as somebody else. And so it's like Courtney might be really good at the talking to people and I might be good at like the online stuff which it's opposite (laughs) I mean she's good at talking to people too but But she's the online girl I'm learning still but
1: well Brock has more of a natural skill of talking to people that's something I've had to learn more about but so within setting expectations for one another it's really important to look at your individual strengths because you don't want to set someone up for failure and you don't want to set yourself up for failure so make sure you're looking at both of your guys' strengths and really complement your tasks to those strengths. Yes. Um. Be accountable. So this is huge for anyone who is self-employed. I'm <laughs> um, like, when you work for somebody, you obviously have someone maybe not micromanaging you, but maybe you do have someone micromanaging you.
0: Yeah, or maybe you're managing yourself and you just have to learn all on your own, you know, to to get it done and just go after it.
1: Well, yeah, when you're in a business, you do have to like be on top of yourself and just make it happen mm-hmm. or nothing will ever come of your business. Yeah, your you'll business just stall. will fail. Yeah, exactly. So, be accountable. So, the best way I have found to be accountable is to set like monthly goals and then set tasks to help you accomplish those goals throughout the month
0: and then if you have somebody like like we're talking about talk to them about it and like make sure that they did those goals yeah. every night
1: so within your partnership make sure you guys are doing check-ins make sure you're making like you're assessing situations all those different things
0: yeah because yeah i would say i would say you're you're so much better at just like managing yourself and I I do better with somebody kind of pushing me and holding me accountable. For and sure. and like I said, I'm getting better at that and learning to do it myself. But right now, I do need Courtney to hold me accountable. I just need it. Like, I need her to be like, look, did you do this today, Brock? Did you do this? It just, it it pushes me to be like, oh, shoot, I don't want to mess up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I hold myself accountable, it's easy for me to just let it fall off. It, I mean, because... I have this mindset where it's like, it doesn't affect me either way. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be fine.
1: Well, and so we're going to go a little bit off topic for just a second. But this is something that Brock and I, because we haven't always been, if you listen to like our relationship podcast, like our relationship has been a whirlwind. So we've had to figure out how to work as a couple but, like, going into business together, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in depth in just a second, but going into business with each other is a whole new ballgame. Yeah,
0: like, like, me and Courtney were buttonheads heads a lot right at first, and we still obviously butt heads now. Right. But at first, it was really hard to learn.
1: Well, and so within the being accountable thing, me, I am a goer and a doer which is one of my very best strengths but it's also another one of my weaknesses because I have a hard time sitting in the moment and enjoying the moment and Brock is the opposite of me so Brock is really really good at like living life to the fullest, like seeing like the positives in every situation. Which is my
0: best quality, but also my worst quality too. (laughs) Just like hers. It's like, it's, it's a give and take.
1: Right. And so it's just like, so when it came to the business side of things, I had a really hard time because I didn't want to have to be like, did you accomplish this? Did you get done X, Y, Z? Like, that's hard for me as, like, a spouse to be, like... Because it kind of makes you feel like... the I don't know, like, the stereotypical nagging wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, I kind of didn't want to do that. But when it came to business, it is something that is important for us to not only, like, know where each other's at, but also have that accountability. Yeah, I agree. So just know that
0: and honestly you know it's crazy like I don't see it at first when we first started working together I did see it like as naggy and it like bothered me and still still now it's funny because it's like sometimes she'll tell me something and I'll want to roll my eyes because it's like she's my boss but she's my wife you know what I'm saying so it's like she'll tell me to do something and I and like initially I'll be like "Hmm, why is she telling me to just you know what I'm saying she's just telling me to do it she's not asking me she's just saying do this you know but as a boss like you do just got to tell like if you need something done you just like get this done and so you do have to kind of walk a line obviously if it's your spouse that's your business partner I know this isn't like the case for everybody but if it's your spouse for sure you got to walk the line of like you're going to have to be the boss sometimes, just like a parent. Like, you're going to have to be the friend sometimes, but you're going to have to be the parent. You're going to have to be the boss. You're going to have to be the wife, you know? Like, you're going to have to cuddle me after she gets mad at me for doing something, you know? <laughs> oh, so. man,
1: my boss was such a pain in the ass today. And then I have to flip to the the wife role <laughs> uh, <and then> she <laughs> when she keeps you want to the office like, late. <laughs>
0: you're staying after work today okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay where are we
1: okay um communication is key so (laughs) obviously we have had some like major growing pains throughout just our whole life and relationship but also within business like Brock was saying like We've had to find our roles within the business and it is hard, um, for both of us at times. So making sure that you're communicating, making sure like if a task isn't getting done for whatever reason, maybe you ask for help. Like that is like a drawback just in life. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's one of my biggest issues is not asking for help. So communication is key as far as a partnership goes. Yep. So, for those of you who don't know the history of Lash Essential, I actually started it with a business partner. She's great and we have like a great relationship still, Um, but I don't even know, maybe three years into the partnership, three-ish years, let's say, into the partnership, um, she had three kids. I only had one kid at the time. Her husband was working had a good job. She was doing lash clients and her life just felt, um, I don't know, full. Uh, and she felt like she needed to give something up and she felt like the only thing she could give up was lash essential. And I don't think that was clear to her for a while because things did start to get, um, unbalanced with responsibilities and tasks that we were doing. Yeah,
0: well, and the company was growing a little bit too. So it's like now there's more and more on your plate each, you know what I'm saying, every month or whatever.
1: And I'm a goer and I'm a doer. So I would just naturally pick up tasks and I would naturally take things on. And so it got to the point where she was like, I have to give this up. I don't want to hold you back. And obviously, I'm grateful for her because it is something I'm passionate about. It is something that I want to see grow and grow and grow because I do love the aspect of helping other people succeed. And that's like a huge ticket for me, this business is. And so, that could have been very bad though. Like. Because we did not set clear expectations from the beginning. We didn't even talk about what we wanted the company to look like.
0: You're just excited. Let's yeah, do this.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so that experience really taught me like, whoa. Like this is not something to just jump willy-nilly into. Out yeah, of, like, when
0: starting a business, make sure that you're going over all those like pros and cons. And going over all the, the steps. Because it's like, it. all of a sudden you could be making great, great money, but then run into a huge, huge hurdle just because at the first you, you didn't put some things into play, you know?
1: Right. And so it's kind of just like, I don't know, set the expectation from the beginning and have like clear goals. Both of you have clear goals from the beginning because then you end up in this place where it's, It's just not what one person pictured or maybe it's too much or maybe it's not enough or X, Y, Z, whatever it is and it's just not working anymore and I would recommend too when you go into a partnership, potentially one day one of you isn't going to want to do it anymore or maybe both of you aren't. So then maybe you need to figure out from day one what's the buyout going to look like, what's are we going to sell the business? Will we dissolve the business? Those are all things that you should talk about before it's time for it, because then there's so much less emotion involved.
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. It's like, it's, you're not, you're not as emotional because you're, you're planning for it. You know what I'm saying? You're expecting it. If you expect something, then it doesn't hit you as hard.
1: Right. Exactly. So, that is really good. Again, communication is key. Mm-hmm. So set yourself up for success when it comes to a partnership.
0: Financials.
1: Okay, financials. Um, this Make one sure is hard. Make sure you guys yeah, <laughs> don't
0: take a pay increase when you start making good money right at first. Don't just, you know, don't start spending money on things that you wouldn't normally spend money on. In fact, I think we probably started spending quite a bit less money because we were like okay we want to start putting more into the company so let's stop I I, we don't even drink soda anymore Mm -mm. because of that like that's when we basically stopped drinking soda yeah was we were just like we were paying we were buying soda every day I was getting energy drinks two energy drinks a day you know what I'm saying yeah and that stuff adds up yeah
1: and so I think the biggest thing is too is when you start making money you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I can quote afford all these things that like I didn't wasn't able to before or like spending outside of your lifestyle just because it's really easy to like have that instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? But for a long time, we didn't take any money from the business. We just reinvested everything back, in, back, in, back into in, the business back in. and yep. That was hard, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But just know that, like, when you start getting money rolling in, don't spend it as quick as you make it because you are going to need that capital to, like, project yourself forward.
0: Yeah, and you don't know if in, like, like you are going to hit some hard spots, like, two or three months down the line. All of a sudden, you'll hit a slow month. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be it'll be nice to have a little nest egg saved up. To, like Courtney said, push you back forward and keep your momentum because momentum is uh, is key at, at the first. You know what I'm saying? It's good for your mind, but it's good for your business as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, so, let's see. Sacrifices do have to be made and we kind of touched on this already. So, we cut back on... Like silly little expenses that weren't necessarily like needs. They were just more or less what we were accustomed to, and so it was a sacrifice at the time to have to cut back on like our Starbucks or our.
0: Well, and it's because we weren't making before the company. We weren't making good money, but we also weren't like spending money on on things like we didn't have cars. Like we were driving a piece of crap car, you know. So we didn't have we we were just living a lot less and so it's like we didn't necessarily think we needed more and so we were going out to eat all the time until we started growing the business and we were like man we really i think Car- Courtney obviously always had this drive to like be like i'm going to be a millionaire i'm going to be a millionaire <laughs> i i've never until recently had that drive like I've, I've never thought that you know what i'm saying so we you know we learned i've i've learned to get that drive and Yeah. So make sure
1: to just be accountable with your spending too. Yeah. So let's talk about the difference between profit and income. So income is like the money you're making in your business and profit is what you have left after expenses are paid. So income isn't necessarily good. Like Because you can have just as much expenses as you do income. Mm -hmm. Profit is the goal.
0: Yeah. Well, at first you probably will.
1: Oh, for I mean, for a long time, especially like if you start, if you're starting a business like we started, I mean, we were in the negative for a while. Mm -hmm. We were putting money in. Like I said, like the business was reinvested back into itself. Any income or anything was put back into the business. Yep. So, profit is the goal. Um, make sure that you're keeping really good profit and loss statements. Because, again, this knowing your numbers will help you to know where you're at. So, moving forward with your goals is huge.
0: Yes. And then uh, start with a base.
1: So, when we started, we have a full catalog of products now. But when we very first started, we had... Lash trays in c and d curl in just a couple diameters and two adhesives and a couple of lash tools, so we got started with a small amount of details um or I'm sorry, a small amount of product with the good details, so mm-hmm. don't be worried about like getting everything at once. you will overwhelm yourself and probably bankrupt yourself before you even start and honestly the first logo that we had the little red flower I'm was to like remember. oh yeah I remember now <laughs> like I think back and I'm just like
0: that was you at the time though you know it's funny like because we've like gone through these things like that reminds me of you when you were younger
1: totally <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny it's just funny it's just it's we've just evolved and we've grown but like if I would have waited for everything to be perfect It wouldn't have ever started. Yeah.
0: You got to go through those hard things. The growing pains. Yeah, the growing pains.
1: So just make sure that you're creating that base and you can always grow and you can always improve. Perfect. Um... So on top of clients, so I was busting out so many clients a week. I think I was doing about 40 clients a week at the time. Yeah,
0: no, I remember you would start like in the morning when I'd go to work and I'd come home. You'd be doing clients still. And then till like 8, 9 o'clock, you'd be doing clients even later than that sometimes.
1: Well, it was insane. I would be doing clients... Then I would be building the website. I wrote the manuals, and our first manuals were like a Word document that I printed out. They weren't, they weren't fancy. You do what you gotta do. Or anything. This is what I mean, you guys. You have to go through those growing pains. But I would work on that stuff. I don't. I mean, there was just a memory not very long ago that popped up on Facebook where you like had taken a picture of me working you, uh-huh. in bed on the laptop, and yeah. you were like, "You've been working all day, but you're still working." And that's just like how it was back then. I, yeah, so I took an instructor job on top of my clients. So it was insane. I was working between 60 and 70 hours a week. We had one car. Yeah, a so piece of crap car.
0: I would take. It was like falling apart.
1: <laughs> oh man, that was, yeah, anyways, that was a terrible We car. lived in
0: a basement apartment.
1: Right. So I would take you to work. We would I would take Navy to daycare. Uh-huh. I would go to the aesthetic school, teach for like four hours, come home, do clients, take a break, go pick navy up from pre or from daycare, pick you up from work, come home and do more clients. Yep. And like Brock's job was basically like the safety. And then I was trying to invest so much into the company. The company. Yeah. So all of that money went into the business fund, and it was just insane. So.
0: I well, and then it wasn't like we were making good money too. So it was like it felt like all of our money, which I obviously I was just I've always been super supportive anyway. You know what I'm saying? But back then it was like we just didn't have that much money, and to see more money than I've really ever seen go back into the business all the time I was like holy cow but because of that we're where we are
1: right totally and um it just was a major major sacrifice and I think about it now and I'm like I don't know how I even did that how I was working that amount of hours and how we were managing life with just one car
0: yeah I know I think about I think we were just younger
1: yeah. Now we're old. <laughs> now we're old and we can't I'm like take tired. as long. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just insane. And so sometimes you do have to take what looks like a step back in order for you to take a step forward. Yeah, I like that. So um, next thing is big business organization.
0: Yeah, so make a realistic schedule. Don't put too much on your plate.
1: And I am the queen of this.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm the queen of, (laughs) of not doing this. Like I'll just do, I'll just put one thing, which honestly at the first of a business is really good. And then obviously slowly add more to what you can, but make sure that you are organized.
1: Yeah. It's really, really important to have the schedule, have everything written down, however you do it, whether you need to have notifications on your phone, whether you need to have a calendar, whether, You just have a schedule, whatever that looks like for you.
0: But check it off, like, as you go. Like, make sure that as you go, you, like, go through and look back at your goal and check it off somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make sure that you're checking it off. Even if it's in your head, just make sure you're like, okay, got that done.
1: Well, there is some psychology behind, like, checking off a box, whether Uh you do it on your phone, like, on... The iPhones, we have the notes where we can literally do, like, a tally and do, like, a check next to it. And uh-huh. it will, like, cross it out and everything. Done. Like that's the psychology. Whether you write it down or whatever, that's huge, again, for motivation. Yeah. Um, so focus on those goals. I really personally love writing mine down so you can see them every single day.
0: Yeah, so uh, where are we? So sorry, Bim.
1: You're fine. Right here.
0: Um so keep and make sure you're keeping good records so, of your like vendors.
1: If and- I were to die tomorrow, we have a Google Doc that has a list of our vendors, a list of our open orders that we should be getting, a list of all these different things. Everything. Um the ingredients in products, different things like that. And I've talked about this before when I was on um a podcast with Helena um from this six figure beauty boss if you decide to start a product line or you decide to start a clothing company or whatever it is, whatever you're starting, make sure you know your details because one time I had a vendor and my contact had left that company and took all of my information with him. And so as I'm trying to get more product, we had to start from the base again. So I didn't know What lash material I liked, I didn't know any of those different things. Well, and it's so
0: hard just to get it right sometimes the first time. Yeah, and and like there's so many things that go into play to like making sure that your product comes out the way. And mainly it's all about explaining to them and figuring, getting them to figure out exactly what you have in mind. Well,
1: it's like you have this picture in your head and it's like how do I communicate that? like verbally and then it turned into a physical product like yes it's like these whole different realms of things and Mm -hmm. so having to do that again was the biggest pain in my ass and I feel like it cost us quite a bit of business because we got products and they weren't up to par and so then we were out of products for a lot longer than we needed to be anyways learn from me know your details yeah
0: well make sure you also have like If you, if I know this is probably off topic, but if you're, if you've got vendors like that, make sure you have a backup vendor, like have somebody ready that if something happens, like have everything that you need, find another company that has that exact same product. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you have them like in your head or even a couple people in your head so that if something like that happens, you're not like scattered trying to figure it out
1: and panicked. Yeah. Yeah. So keep those details
0: yeah so go and then go over your uh day and assess every single day
1: so this is huge because then you can be really more realistic with yourself Uh so it's like okay if i had five things each day this week and i only accomplished three things tomorrow every single day then i'm gonna set myself up for more success this next week and i'm gonna only give myself three things that are the most important things each day
0: yeah and that way you're not looking at it and being like, Oh, I failed. You know what I'm saying? You have a clear idea of how many tasks you tasks you can complete in the day. And then you're actually completing them and feel good about yourself.
1: Yeah, totally. Because again, it's this mindset thing. You don't want to set yourself up for failure.
0: Yes. And then uh, also keep keep your momentum going uh, at first until it becomes a habit.
1: And again, there's psychology behind this. I wish I was like, intelligent enough to remember every single detail that I read (laughs) but it's just you want to set yourself up to have success so like when you're starting to work out like if your alarm goes off first thing in the morning don't hit snooze because then you're already kind of compromising
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't hit snooze six times
1: yeah you're already kind of compromising with yourself so it's like don't set yourself up for negotiating when it comes to your goals um and eventually, like, Brock, he literally can't go a day without working out because then he, like, feels, I don't know. It's well, just and like it's just like, just like that it. with
0: everything. Like, at first, when I first started working out, I definitely felt that where I'm like, I did not want to go every single day. I, I just didn't have the drive. I was more tired. I was like, uh... And, and like Courtney was saying, you can talk yourself into it so easily. And then once you start talking yourself into it, it's a habit and you could do that with your whole life. You could, you could make your habit into talking yourself out of things. You know what I'm saying? So, so you don't want that habit. So make sure that for sure with your business, that your momentum is your habit.
1: For sure. And this is totally something that you and I didn't talk about, but I want to throw it in there too. So going to events that are specific for your industry are huge because you leave those events on a freaking high. So like we love the Lash Conference that's in Pasadena, California. We have been to, we've been a vendor at the very first one and then this one last year. We didn't do um, the virtual event in 2020, but we've done both of the in-person events and we will actually be at the third in-person event this year. And
0: Every time we go, it builds up momentum.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's so great. The, what artists talk about, like it's very business oriented. So they get so much information that like helps like the trajectory of their business and just really, really amplifies them. And then you also get to meet people that like you haven't met in person before. Like maybe you're following them online. That's huge. And then you get a network. So There's so many good things about attending like a conference or a convention.
0: Well, and you guys obviously have great, great personalities too. So you go to these events and people meet you and they want to do things with you. You know what I'm saying? Like they want you to come be a part of their podcast or whatever. They give you opportunities.
1: Totally. So it's just huge. We just, I don't know. If you can make it, we would love to see you there. I believe tickets are going on sale April 5th.
0: We got ours already, right?
1: Yeah, we already got our booth yeah, and so everything. And, um, and they do like the early bird, then they like bump it up a notch. So it's like the earlier you buy your ticket, the more money you're going to save. So yeah. just like keep that in mind. Um, you should totally go and we would love to see you there. Yeah. So a couple of action steps for your business.
0: Uh, make sure you guys get, oh yeah. So we're going to do a vision board with our family too. And we'll get pictures up on our, um, Instagram, Instagram, but we want you guys to also do vision boards. So, and then send them to us. So basically just make however you guys want to be creative, make a little board and write like three to five big goals. Yeah. Big macro goals. So like goals that you want to accomplish in the next couple months.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So your macro goals, maybe we need to do a podcast on just, like, setting goals. Yeah,
0: but it's macro versus micro is just, like, big goals versus small goals is the best easy explanation. Yeah, like
1: long-term, short-term. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, So, like, a macro for, like, the year. What do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? A couple goals. And then um, maybe just a couple action steps to help you get there. And then another thing on your vision board is to have your why like do you want to pay off debt do you want to buy your dream car do you want to take a family vacation whatever it is like have a picture or a mantra or something on your vision board of your why yeah so it's like your clear goals um
0: put it somewhere where you can see it
1: every single day and then a picture of your why so we would love for you guys to send them to us we would love to see them be your cheerleaders all those different things yeah
0: you can send them to our instagrams um mine is m.r.essential
1: and then our podcast is lashes love and life podcast Our business is Lash Essential, and then mine is Lash Essential Courtney.
0: And we'll have a picture of our family's vision boards up there tomorrow. Um, And then, yeah, you guys just send them up to us, too.
1: So we're just really excited to watch you guys grow and succeed. Um, We really, our main goal of the podcast is just to connect with you guys. So for real, please reach out. We're here. All the fun things.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, you guys.
1: Um, please just follow us, like whatever you need to do on whatever platform you're listening to us on presently. Please like, and subscribe. And then also, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I lost my train of thought. If I think of it, I'll say it on next week's episode. (laughs) Um, oh yeah. Next week's episode is going to be relationships so we're going to talk about a couple of things as far as our relationship so anyways thanks for joining us on this crazy ride of this podcast yeah
0: thanks guys so much we appreciate you
1: okay have a good one we look forward to your vision boards